0: Welcome to another episode of mic Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com.
1: Better believe it. Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Make sure you visit them right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri on First and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Not a matter of if, matter of when you're going to need that old change in those tire service. Make sure you get that taken care of again right here in Joplin at
0: Downtown Loop. And welcome into the show wherever you are listening, Apple, Spotify, or right here in the call-in app. Appreciate it. I got Jake back in. Yeah.
1: Jake the Snake?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and back again, guess who's back? Matt Miller from... Guess who's USPN. back? ESPN.
2: Back again. <laughs> back Maddie's again. Back. Tell it's Brittany,
0: bitch. <laughs>
1: That's
2: me. No cussing. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, two weeks Dude. in a row. Yeah. no cussing.
2: Did I cuss last week? Yeah, you said the f word pretty early in the show, mm-hmm. ah, and then you even referenced it. I even got a look today too. Like, That's I probably know something right? you don't know. We did it. Like...
0: Uh, but we appreciate you joining us. A week away from the draft, we're gonna jo- we're gonna dive into mm-hmm. our draft crushes today. Talk a little bit um, about these draft prospects. Maybe get into some NBA playoffs too. Uh, we'll see where the show. I will goes.
2: not be participating in that part of the show. When so. it's the three of us, it's like uh, I don't know how much I need to plan for. You know what? I do a lot of media this time of year, um, and you guys are the only podcast that I routinely come on and completely hijack. Other people don't let me do it; they'll steer me back. I'll try. And the, I did radio in Fargo, North Dakota the other day. And the guy, before he could ask a single draft question, I was like, you ever been to that cowboy bar downtown? He was like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I was like, did you know at 10 o'clock they redo happy hour, and you can get half price wings on like a dollar beer? And he was like, why do you know this? I was like, because <laughs> like, this is what I do. When but then Park. he was like, what about Hunter Lipke? I was like, no, man. What about those wings? I don't and even know who that is. The fullback from North Dakota State. He's the next Kyle Usechek. That's why I'm here. Okay, he's on my list, so I'm glad. I'm glad we're going to talk about he that. He is
1: Wonderful. not on
0: mine.
2: No, I did not dive that so far. I into got it.
1: into kickers. I did not get into fullbacks. <laughs> that
0: I checks. Had a very productive. That day checks out.
1: Uh, this morning, diving into kickers, I was like, "Man, I was a so little busy this morning." Oof! How was that? Not what you think it is. You I know, had to lie, do It's actually kind of funny because my idea with this, I think, is pretty unique. It's I had
0: to do, really do write ups uh, at Bleacher Report on kickers before, and I, after that. Here, I told Matt I'll never do kickers again. <laughs> this is be, stupid. To,
1: I think it would be kind of cool to like hit on a kicker and he ends up being like the like Adam Vinatieri yeah. right? Like right. Adam's my yeah. guy, and he's like, oh shit, here mm-hmm. we go. But, but it I never no, works out that way.
0: I had no idea what I was looking for. No, it's, what um, I should talk about other distance, than just like here are the stats.
2: Yeah, that's, here's
0: his career long. <laughs> Here's the percentages. That's a
2: good ball. You figure it yeah. out. I don't know. Right, As you guys know, and the news is out now, I'm doing day three of the draft for ESPN. And in our pre-production meetings, thank you, they were like, you pick guys that are like your guy. So when they get drafted, they know, hey, you, you know everything there is to know about this player. And so we run through every position group, and I'm picking my guys. And the producer goes, all right kickers, punters, long snappers, and I said no man i don 't do that <laughs> said no i don 't i don 't do that sorry yeah. he 's like that 's good Mel gets really excited for those, so country you and Mel Kuiper got a lot in common, but loving I mean, kickers, punters, and long snappers is one of those things no or not first me.
1: Matt Miller just called me the next Mel Kuiper <laughs> I think so I think that's
2: <laughs> yep. someone should tweet that
0: out mm-hmm. we did have some huge football news happen this week, uh, but first, we should probably update the people on the liberal high school alumni tournament cool. and uh, how things went. Also, congratulations to our guy, Cole.
2: He's a champ. Okay, I do want to I wanna <laughs> so add, Let's get an update. He's a world champ. Congrats to the guy that's not even here. Can I add some context? I'm, I'm here with you guys last week, and we're leaving. We're getting our cars to leave. And I was like, hey, like, uh, yo, good luck with the basketball tournament. How do you think it's going to go? And I, I swear to God, this is exactly what country says. He says, and I quote, if everything goes the way it should, it'll be my team's versus Cole's team in the championship, and we will win. End quote. So how did it go? I actually don't um, know. I'm not throwing it under the bus. I really so, don't know.
1: No, yeah. It, I don't think I said my team would win. I said I think Cole's team will win, but my brother-in-law is on the other team, so, so we have sure no sure choice to but to beat him But everything, else, but everything is, else I said, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I said. So, <laughs> so uh, starting off on Friday night, uh, things went exactly the way they were not supposed, <laughs> supposed to go, and we lost, immediately sending us to the loser's bracket. So then – Cole's team, our buddy Cole, they played the first game on Friday. They won, and then they had to play again that night at 9 o'clock, and then they also won. So they stayed in the winner's bracket. But that meant, with the way that it was set up, they didn't have to play on Saturday at all. So they got like a whole day off of rest. Wow. That's so a, that's a lose, big advantage for guys in their 30s. Tell me about <laughs> it. A bunch of BS because it paid off for them in the end. Saturday, I have to play again in loser's bracket. We win that. And since we win, we then continue on in the loser's bracket. But that meant we'd have to play four games on Saturday. Sunday to get to the championship game and try to win it. We get to Sunday. Y'all
0: need Adam Silver. You gotta get in some stuff, right? We,
1: I mean, the amount that's of effort a, that goes into this is, is pretty incredible. Like, it, it is a lot of fun. That's why, like, you know, people are like, man, you guys take that way too serious. Like, we, maybe we do, but it's enjoyable. Can I ask like, a question? It's something to look forward to.
2: And I know you're in the middle of a story, but Melo interrupted you. Why do they do it in April when it's very busy for like farmers and like you said, prom yeah, was interrupting things? Yeah. Why don't they do it in the summer so when people usually, are free?
1: They usually do it in March, but there was other things going on where a lot of people were going to be out of town. And then the guy
2: who – When died, you live in a town of 700 people, these things happen.
1: And so, yeah. And so and five it was people like, are out of town. The <laughs> so that was like, okay, he goes on a family vacation. They're gone a week. They come back. It's spring break. Can't do it then. Everyone's gone and got plans the week after that. The seniors go on senior trip, So it was like they got a double whammy. The seniors, once they're done with basketball season, it's their first opportunity to come and play. So then they go on senior trip, and we come back. There was just some other things that were taking. I think then it was Easter, and so that was, like, the only weekend available after that. So all in all, he should have just moved his vacation back another month.
2: I love the one the guy's vacation is fucking this turn about it. But
1: they're, they're also the ones that run and do everything. So it was like, it was like okay, well, no one's going to... But again, why don't they do start this, with this with in e? the summer? Because yes. everyone's gone and other stuff's happening. Man, so, it's Liberal Missouri. Where they going? But an it's... An e? it's Huh? Yes, okay. but the thing is, is like, and with that as well, is all the money that's raised for it is turned into a scholarship. It's for like yeah. the liberal, liberal pool. They obviously have a thing called the Dogs Foundation. They give money, like, hopefully, like they're planning to think fifteen to sixteen thousand dollars in scholarships every single year to students from high school. How much
2: are you paying to play in this tournament? Twenty
1: five (laughs) dollars right they have there's a a basketball tournament there's a lot that goes into it but it's a lot of fun so so what
2: place did you finish yeah
1: second that's where i was going with the story is that we got to sunday and i had to eventually play four games in the first championship game if the loser if the team from the losers bracket wins you have to play again to win to then deem yourself how many we won the first one
2: how many points did you score and how many games did you play six yeah, six games. How many points did you score? I
1: scored 11, six. 12, 16.
2: Oh. 12, 1 and 12. 1? Yeah. Who
1: that? The reason <laughs> in 1 was because I did get in foul trouble and it was my it was that first championship game um, and the other two guys there's a 6-4 guy and a 6-3 guy on the other team and I spent the entire time boxing out but also our three-point shooters were just hitting shots. Nice. So it was like pretty nice. And In the second game they just couldn't hit. So I was like, someone's got to score. I'm just saying, it's, uh, you know,
2: we, we do, we organize, like, four we do or organize a golf tournament for like 130 people that runs very smoothly. So if, mm-hmm. if the people in Liberal need to hit us up, they can talk to I you, mean, that's not the me. Thing, this but...
1: does run very smoothly. And there was a lot of hiccups with it with like, hey,
2: now there's <laughs> Some kids are taking the <laughs> It runs really smoothly all, other than these hiccups. No, like
0: there obstacles.
1: <laughs> there was, yeah, okay. So there was obstacles in the way, and they made it work very smoothly. So but it was a good time. So all in all, instead of that being a five minute or five second story, it ended up being twenty minutes into the start of the show. Well, I'm but proud of you. Second time. place. It congratulations. Took me, took me two complete days to recover. Yeah. Um, I texted you guys this, and I'm still very serious about it. The load management for NBA players, totally
2: understand. And that is, yeah, no, that's different, buddy. They're the greatest athletes in the world. One thousand percent. And they're being paid millions games, of dollars. For sure.
1: You could have paid me a million dollars. I don't think I'd have been to strap up the laces on Monday. That's a lie. I definitely yeah lie. exactly. I yeah. Away.
0: And you played <laughs> four. I'd eight. be yeah. crawling my ass up the court, literally. Like I yeah, I'll coach. be here. I'm right. playing. You don't know who's coming in from out of town to see me. I'll be on the I court. I would play
2: all <laughs> five positions. I would for a million dollars. I'd fight Mike Tyson for a million dollars, dude. Like come and on. There's some, de- there's some decent
1: talent on the floor too, so it's pretty fun. Like it's not just
0: a beer league bullshit type deal. Like it's it's a lot of fun.
2: Okay, that's talking basketball. We're happy for you. We're <laughs> also happy
0: for Jalen Hurts, who Speaking signed a notes. massive contract. Yep. This one really shocked me. I don't know how you guys felt about it. And honestly, we haven't talked about it even as a group. I was shocked that a deal got done so quickly. I didn't expect it to happen this summer. I didn't expect it to happen before the draft even. But he signs a five-year, $255 million contract, which pays him. He's the... The richest player in the NFL off annual average, now resets the quarterback market again. Uh, Impressive, and for the Eagles, they feel like they've got their guy. I was shocked that he reset the market. I honestly didn't think he would. And I'm a Jalen Hurts
2: guy. I'm a huge Jalen Hurts guy. As you guys know, I mean, we were at the Senior Bowl together when he was there. A massive Jalen Hurts fan. Could not be happier for him. His agent, Nicole Lynn, she is a scrapper. Like, she's a, she's the definition of self-made. She was still shoot working full-time as a lawyer like two years ago. Yeah. She's Instagram amazing. DM turned into this. Right. That's how I got my job at ESPN. So shoot your shot in the DMs, guys. Uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes it works out. And that was
0: for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Messaged him right. wanting to be his agent. Yep. Yes. yep.
2: Um, what I love about this, I wasn't surprised the Eagles did it early because they did Carson Wentz early as well, which that one backfired. Uh, <laughs> this one won't. But here's what I love the, the way this cap stru- is structured because the Eagles are the best at this $255 million extension. His cap hit in 2013, $6 million. The year after that, $13.5 million. The year after that, $21 million. The year after that, $31 million. So the cap hit is all low cause it's all guaranteed money. So it doesn't, it's not hitting your cap and he will become a free Take agent that, Raiders again at 30 years old. He'll be a free agent again.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. Impressive. The, the Like I said, the part for me, was just, I am surprised that he didn't come in lower around the Josh Allen making 43 Patrick Mahomes making 44, maybe right in that area. Uh, he is, like I said, now he's the top. Aaron Rodgers at 50. Russell Wilson. He's coming at, Wilson, what, 51? Is that where he's 48, at? 48, 51 on the nose is where he's at right now. And when you take a, guy, when you take a team to the Super Bowl, uh, you're going to get paid. I really just – I expected with the way that the market has gone for quarterbacks for them to wait another
2: year. He got more than, than Deshaun Watson. Watson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Deshaun got 240. It was all guaranteed. So it's a little bit of right. rent. But yeah, so it, yeah, it is a little bit But different. if Jalen stays healthy, he'll make more than Deshaun Watson. If you're Lamar Jackson, how pissed off were you when you saw that tweet come in from Adam Schefter? Are you, so I was thinking about this too. Are you pissed off or are you just incredibly happy?
1: I think I've, I've taken the side of your happy. of like, uh, okay, really? now I know Like I'm in this range. I've gotten mm-hmm. an MVP. He doesn't have that. He took his team to the Super Bowl. Oh, no, Let's I, be honest, team's completely freaking loaded.
2: I think the like, opposite. because Jay,
1: I think like Lamar Jackson could have gotten that team to the Super Bowl. I mean, any quarterback in the NFL that was a starter last year probably right. could have gotten that team to the Super Bowl. And I agree, and that's why I also think here – when I look at this contract for Jalen Hurts, his story is incredible. His leadership is amazing. His, you know, desire and work ethic, it's there to be, you know, a franchise guy. He's also dealing with some injuries in the, the season with that left shoulder, and it was kind of questionable. i like, okay, hey, is this guy going to be able to make it through the playoffs? You end up getting the Super Bowl, that's great. But it's just like, man, that's a ton of money for a guy who had one salt season. And he's developed, he said over, the last, he said he's developed over the last two seasons as a passer, but this year was like, Hey, this, like Jalen Hurts, helped lead
2: yep. this team, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, if I'm Lamar, I'm pissed because the Ravens have had two years to do a deal and they haven't. And I know they've made offers, but mm-hmm. like you also got to kick yourself a little bit. Do you know how much money Jalen Hurts has made playing football in his career? Oh, it's, so it's like, be 30, like 30 something. Million. 32 million dollars. Yeah. Just That's 32 it? million because the fifth year option actually paid him pretty well. Mm-hmm. He would make more on the tag this year than he has in his entire career. Wait, who? Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Sorry, did I say Jalen Hurts? Maybe I did. Lamar Jackson has made $32 million playing football in his career. Okay, I was going to say oh, that's. I apologize. Jalen lower than that. Yeah, Jalen yeah, would yeah, be Jaylen like Hurst. $5 million. No, it'd be, It wouldn't be much. He's got to be around 13 12, 13 yeah. um, But for Lamar Jackson, you're looking at a guy who in one year is going to make more than you have in your entire career. You've won an MVP award. I would take Jalen Hurts over Lamar Jackson tomorrow.
0: I think I would too. But I, I, if you're Lamar... You were going in and you were negotiating a contract against Aaron Rodgers, who is the top paid quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now you can come in, and he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Now you can come in and you're arguing against Jalen Hurts, who does not have a Super Bowl win. He went there. He played very well. He does not have an MVP. So you've got some things that you can argue if you're Lamar of, I should be paid more than this guy. When you're arguing against yeah. you know Patrick Mahomes, not even Patrick Mahomes because he's not in no, argument. it's Rodgers. It's Rodgers. Russell Wilson, yeah. the Super Bowl winners, MVPs, and then Kyler and Murray. Cousins. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. I I think if you're Lamar Jackson, you've got to be a little bit happy. I just don't know what is going to happen with this. I don't know if they finally settle. I think we'll find out in a week.
2: He should but, have his agent call it.
0: Yeah, like, right.
1: I do think, like, I understand Matt's point where I'd be pissed at the Ravens, but I also think mm-hmm. with Lamar Jackson, he's already so done with him. That's why I think he's happy is because – I knew I'm going to go somewhere else and this is the asking price that I can Don't you think look though that if, if
2: somebody was going to offer him that deal they would have done it already? You would think.
1: I don't know. That's that, my thing, man. That's I don't what I would want to ask was like what is the hiccup? Is it the concerns about his injury? Is yes. it the concern about, you know, the fact style? Of, of play. He doesn't have an agent, his style of play, or is it the we don't want to spend the time to get a contract negotiated? For the Ravens to just accept a deal, and we've put all this time and effort into it, and we've just helped do the easy work for the Ravens. The, the agent thing
2: the is all like us making jokes. The NFL okay. doesn't kill. Laramie Tunsell just signed a thirty million dollar a year contract. Yeah. He doesn't have an agent, so the NFL doesn't care about that. They care about the fact that Lamar's played twenty four games in the last two years. Yep, yep. hasn't played in the. Month of He's December never the played a full years, season. Yeah, and with guys like Jalen
0: Hurts and Josh Allen, they're so they're they're built different.
2: They are thicker guys. Yeah, Lamar's like 200, 10 pounds. Yeah, not in
0: the TikTok trend. Like yeah. they're actually physically, they are built. They're so much thicker than what Lamar is. And then with the injury issues, I I still feel like him coming out and saying like I wasn't playing in that last game because I didn't want to hurt my knee. That hurts you in negotiation. Mm-hmm. Even if I agree with it, and everybody else can look at it and say, yeah, we get it. Don't, I do think the other thing
2: it. hurting him is the economics of the game right now. What does everyone want? a rookie quarterback contract to win on. The Chiefs did it. The Eagles got to a Super Bowl with it. The Bengals got to a Super Bowl with it. Like, you either have a Hall of Famer, like Tom Brady or Drew Brees, Coach or Mahomes. you have a rookie quarterback contract. Oh, I mean, yeah, so the Chiefs this past year, you have a Hall of Famer. So that's – you have to have one or the other. And I I mean no disrespect to Lamar Jackson. Right now he's not a Hall of Famer. No. I and so it's like it's like paying Kirk Cousins or paying Russell Wilson. Why? Like, I think teams would rather start over with a guy who could – potentially become better yeah. well, then the pay Colts someone who specifically. is specifically
0: right. Like they're a microcosm of the league of, That's Hey, we don't really word. want to go oh, with a, what? That's a good, good word. word. Nice. Thanks.
2: Motherfucker teaches kids. <laughs> uh, I
0: know words. Uh, it is, it's a microcosm of the NFL because they don't want to pay for people. A that, veteran. What
1: that word means <laughs>
0: Definitely. They, they want to pay the young guy. So the draft, the Colts are probably going to get a quarterback at four. Instead of you know rolling the dice on a guy like Lamar Jackson, they're going to roll the dice on Will Levis. It sounds really though. You right? Say it out so loud. stupid. No, God, but- I'm so tired. What do we like just talk the, about? Like the you- Will
1: Levis to the Colts. I am. I do not believe in that at all. I think that you is you don't believe
0: in that pick. At I all? do
1: not think the Colts want Will Levis at four. I think right now it is. We are going to push that into the media so CJ Can I
0: continues to fall. You are on big-time smokescreen. Right, ask you a question? That, like, I,
1: this right now, this week, the last two weeks, you know what, I don't though? trust – anything. I'm right proud here in of the you.
0: Because you, you used this to is, believe everything. But he meant two far. stories that would just yeah. contradict each other and be like, nope, buying both
2: of them. <laughs> so here let's, I know this isn't where you wanted your podcast to go, but I do want to ask this because this is what I actually do for a living. Uh-huh. Who were the why would the Colts tell like the Colts saying we don't want CJ Stroud, we want Will Levis is not going to make CJ Stroud fall. That's not real. No, that doesn't I think happen. It,
1: and I don't think it's making CJ Stroud fall. It's telling other teams of, okay, hey, they're not going to want to trade up, or that's not a team we need to worry about trading up to get. C.J. But they J. don't Stroud. have to
2: trade up. They can just take him at four.
1: Well, they could. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that hey, if we're sitting here taking Will Levis, we're taking Will Levis. Other teams, you know, like the Titans, or the Raiders are going, well, Will Levis is maybe going to four. Maybe CJ Stroud falls out. We won't have to trade up as much. So you're saying they prevent the teams from
2: jumping 100%. them? 100%. Yep. So I would just say, and I, which I think is genius by Mr. Ballard. <laughs> They're not that smart, number one. He is. I, he, he signed Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, and Carson oh, Wentz. Okay. So we got to jump off the Chris we, Ballard bandwagon.
1: We miss on some quarterbacks. That's Three fine, in a row. In every other position? No. Linebackers are good. You got good you, secondary. You Remember could draft good
2: linebackers, draft. country. That's not hard,
0: That's
2: what I'm man. Talking about. He got Darius. <laughs> Next Mel You draft linebackers. I mean, Come boom on. Boom no, boom. Let's so talk here. about look at their corners. They suck. <laughs> they don't have good corners. <laughs> mm-hmm. They left tackle, maybe. They, maybe they don't have a right tackle. They signed Eric Fisher to play left tackle last year. So are you
1: saying Chris Ballard is a badgium?
2: Yes. All oh, the evidence smell. says. And I was one of the people pounding the table for him to get a job. What has he done? Drafted Jonathan oh, boy, Taylor?
1: Yeah. Hosed. On Andrew Luck situation, Here, that's very unfair. Hey,
2: revisionist history: Andrew Luck wasn't that good when he retired. He was coming off an injury, like yeah.
1: But that team was set up though, like and he, you know, he inherited a pretty good team. In inherited, yeah, for sure. He's, but I still think he's added to where he could. I mean, yeah, it's just there's been some bad breaks. I Think he could that, get like, another that job. That also happens with other. Teams. I think he would get another think, job like, if it didn't work out with the Colts. Now, I think there's another team that's like, okay, hey. like, You just kept running into bad luck after bad luck after bad luck with the Colts. Mm -hmm. I do think I was all on the Carson Wentz train. I do think that was bad, and the Matt Ryan I don't think was good either. But, like, Phillip Rivers, I felt like that was a decent move with what you had at the time. I
2: hated that move. And it
1: worked through the regular season. It's just when you got to the playoffs, his arm just died, and that was the problem. And that's why I thought Carson Wentz coming in after that was going to be so beneficial. For the Colts heading into that next season, and well, lo and behold, Carson Wentz stinks.
0: Yeah, I'm Rivers, not a believer I'm, in Will Will Levis at all. I've I'm not that. either. Yeah, I'll I'm say this:
2: play. I think the Colts will draft Will Levis
0: at four. I or mean, trade up.
2: I don't think they'll. Dang, I, I don't think they'll, they'll say have say to
1: trade Forts up. When they got three, like, I said four. I
2: don't think yeah. they'll have to trade up.
1: Yeah, because he's not good. Well, I agree <laughs> with you on that. Like, like, I agree with you on that. Four, it's like Chris Ballard. You just got yourself fired.
2: I agree with you that he's not good, but. That doesn't mean that a team won't draft him.
1: Because my other thought with this too is for Will Levis at four, he's not going to be good next year. I think C.J. Stroud's more prepared to be a starting quarterback. And you're not a C.J. Stroud so. guy. I'm a C.J. Stroud guy. I, I like thought him.
2: last week you were like you got to explain C.J. Stroud to me. I don't like him. No, that was Bryce Young. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: On why Bryce Young is all of That's a sudden right. number one guy. Yeah, because it's been C.J. Stroud, and I've been thinking of C.J. He's got the size, he's got the arm. We talked yeah. about. You know how well he did passing at the combine, which by the way is in Indianapolis. So it's just kind of like let's just. Keep so the Colts up. were That's there. Here. Yeah, we yeah, know right. that. They thought like,
2: wow, he's doing really good on our home field. I think some stadium. of it too is like the let's personality of the franchise, and you just hired Shane Steichen from the Eagles, and I know he's had some success with other types of quarterbacks. He had Justin Herbert, but you're coming off of that Philly offense, and I know Stroud ran the ball a little bit against Georgia. Mm-hmm. But it's not like he ran for 100 yards against Georgia. Yeah, but that's
1: something we've also talked about with C.J. Stroud is that he hasn't necessarily needed to run or show. Oh, so I disagree ability. with
2: that. I I because know people have. have said that, but there were times the last two years, especially against Michigan both years, where if he had at least hinted at running, it would have kept teams honest, and he wouldn't do it. Yeah. Like, he was an automatic give on RPO every time. So I I do know that that narrative is out there. I don't I don't see that. I thought he really hurt his team by not running. I don't think he's – a runner I think all. he's Dak Prescott
1: um, I feel like Dak's a runner though when you want like Dak's, like, can't be physical running yeah Granted, I've, I've great I've uh, heard
2: one time but. I had a I had a scout tell me that uh, they thought Stroud was plus Jared Goff and I was like Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl he might calm down
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I see a lot of Deshaun Watson and CJ
2: Stroud NFL not college because Deshaun yeah. ran a lot in college mm-hmm. yeah Yeah,
0: it may be like a little bit of a lesser runner than what Deshaun is even, but similar
2: there. Just a distributor. You know, like somebody who just stand in the pocket, play point guard basically.
0: He might move around a little bit, but I don't think he's going to be
2: mobile. If you had to build a team around a quarterback in this draft, who would you pick? Uh, Punt. (laughs) Did you trade all your picks for Caleb Williams? Yeah.
1: I feel like I've gotten to a point with the quarterbacks in this class where – I don't want to say overanalyze it, but maybe just kind of like – No, to, that happens. To just overlook it and just – maybe – it's not even over. I just had a point where, like, I don't really believe in any of them to a certain like extent. Like, yeah. Bryce Young, too small. One hard hit, I think the dude's toast. Broke his frickin' neck. CJ Stroud, you just said, doesn't want to run. Maybe there's a possibility where he gets to the league and goes, okay, hey, I was surrounded by fantastic talent, everyone on the field at Ohio State. I'm not necessarily getting on the NFL that competes with everyone else that I'm playing against like I did in the Big Ten. Will Levis, don't believe in you. Hendon Hooker, you're older. like that's You know, he's only one Anthony year older Richardson. than Will
2: Levis. People don't talk about the fact that Levis is 24.
1: Also, red flag for Levis. And the difference
2: is that Hooker actually won the starting job at Virginia Tech and transferred to Tennessee because he wanted to throw the ball. Levis couldn't beat out Sean Clifford at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Once again, red flag. Remember the last quarterback that we talked about couldn't beat someone out? Mitchell Trubisky. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow a little bit.
0: Bigger, but even with the Trubisky stuff, like <laughs> I I, yeah, I get his because that job wasn't, wasn't open. Right? He, I mean, they had an incumbent coming in. There's another word for you. And you, you the job was not up
2: for competition. Yeah. Incumbent.
1: So, okay. I thought you said coming in. I was like, ooh, really got us on that one. <laughs> <laughs> incumbent. Okay, my bad. Could not this hurt wrong. <laughs> Yeah,
2: Sorry, CEO. So
0: I even with this one, I think at Penn State, like that job was an open competition, and yeah. Levis didn't win it.
2: Yeah, it's so like you had like a senior there who was a <laughs> yeah. legend, you know? I was like, right.
0: right so I don't. And if I had to build a team around one of these quarterbacks, it would today. It's probably Bryce Young. It's been C.J. Stroud all along. He doesn't do anything that wows me, but I do have a lot of question marks about Bryce Young as well. But I I also think that I'm just a little bit jaded on the draft. I would say sixty to seventy percent of these guys are going to be very bad at football. Oh, yeah. not very bad. They're in the NFL. They're getting drafted. They're great. they They're not going to play three years in the NFL.
2: Thirty-one percent of first-round picks get their fifth-year option picked up.
0: Yeah, wow. and a lot of that is probably just you know in previous years. Yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. pay them a little maybe bit. Maybe let's see. Finally get it Yeah, year. what's out there? Yeah. We'll pay him one more time. So, so
1: I want to ask, who out of these quarterbacks, the four or five that are there, including Hendon Hooker, which one are you putting your stamp on? Like, which one do you think? Has oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I
2: don't want a none. <laughs> If I had to pick one, Bryce Young. Okay. And I, I hear you on the size thing. It's a concern. And I think that's the thing is like they, I have a concern about all of them. Yeah. Bryce, I have no concerns about his play. I only have concerns about his size. The other guys, I have concerns about their play. So I think that's why I feel comfortable saying like, and you're right. I mean, he's going to have to be protected. I think it's funny, though. In the NFL, quarterbacks are more protected than they are in college. Right. So as long as he doesn't run a lot, and that's not really his game, I think he's going to be pretty well protected in the pocket. Yeah. And he's gonna he's gonna pull weight. I don't if know if I you guys the, have heard about that. The yeah, Panthers already yeah, came out and they were like, "You expect to get bigger <clears throat> as he gets older, anyway." It is, yeah. Right?
0: This guy's grow. They're gonna put but on the some thing weight. Is, is like, he's gonna naturally. get
1: career, He's not gonna get taller. And that's the yeah. issue with him is how short he is.
0: Yeah. If I were the Panthers, I would take Bryce Young. I don't know that I would feel super confident about it. Like I have some of the other quarterbacks in the past, but like I said, I'm just a little bit jaded on quarterbacks. A lot of them are gonna be. Bust in the I draft. Not everybody's Joe Burrow.
1: I almost can't help but wonder if the Panthers like, ah, maybe we shouldn't have traded up to one. Yeah, maybe it was a little because early. We went to CJ Stroud and we're like, "Ooh, you know, we were big believers in this S two test, which is now just becoming a big thing." It's like, Bryce, oh, Young did you want to talk really about that? Pretty good on that. I did. That's kind of why I mentioned it as well. What What is it? I know you mentioned it last week. That it's more of just like a cognitive awareness type of test. Yeah, like, that you that you do physically, but why does that have so much more value and meaning to it than the other tests that these guys have been doing for years in the NFL
2: because it doesn't me- measure what you can be taught it measures your reaction time and so i'm actually supposed to go to nashville and like take the test um that's oh, why i said shit. i'll talk to you in person uh, but it's very like so they won't give me you just wanted
1: to rub it in my face that you were going to take it i always just want to rub wow, it in your I face country wait to uh, hear
2: how poorly you do on this I'm test i'm usually pretty good at that stuff so i
1: I don't know, Mr. I'm 40 years old.
2: Well, So that doesn't matter because it's not athleticism. It's reaction time, like spatial awareness, instincts. A lot of it's like, how well do you pay attention? Watch.
1: He's going to be so freaking good. We're going to hear about it the rest of our lives. hey, <laughs> okay, Bryce Young
2: did better. Bryce than got that. a 98. I'm not going to do better than that. Out of a hundred, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do better than that, man.
0: Well, it, it does seem like it is short. all the rage.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to do it. So it is, I think it's also the rage because the way they have structured it is only two teams per division can have it so the I think it's the the Titans and the Colts have it, and the Jaguars and Texans don't, so it's like you 're limited you know like the, and that's like the competitive balance is they don't want everyone to have it, so if you got in early you're good
1: why who, who developed that? it is the NFL this
2: no the no the n f l has nothing to do with this they, This is just a company that partners with the n f l like you remember at the combine you'd walk through the halls and there'd be all those companies like selling shit. This is one of those companies that was selling a new test to measure. You know, spatial awareness and instincts, things like that. And hmm. teams jumped on it.
0: Wow. So as a company, they were like, hey, we're only giving us yes. two divisions. We're trade. selling it. Do the Chiefs? Selling who has an I LSU don't box. know. The Chiefs don't need it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> is it If it's
2: quarterback specific. Right. Yeah. But the say, thing you is, get like, like, specific, <clears throat> you
1: get that shit in there now. It's <clears throat>
2: because players like, I, I think Josh Allen has the all-time high score, is what I've heard, is that Josh is like, off the charts good with this shit, which makes sense when you we'll think, think about how he plays. be 100, then. <clears throat> Probably, right? But then, like, Brock Purdy did well on it. So it's not like athleticism, because yeah. Josh Allen and Brock Purdy are so a different spectrums, like, athletically.
1: Okay, you're valuing your special awareness and how quickly can you make a decision in this time span? That's the correct decision
2: yeah and like also like field vision i don't know if mahomes has taken it i don't know if it was around in 2017 i imagine he would be fantastic at it as well mm-hmm. um, he's probably also competitive enough that he's just going to go take it but they're based in I'm nashville gonna get, gonna get. uh i talked to the founder to the co-founder today and yeah i'm going to try to i mean twist my arm i'll go to nashville for work sure yeah, spend some time there. Yeah. a weekend
0: <laughs> trip out of it. I would also love to try myself.
2: If only we had like a bachelor party or something we needed to do.
0: Yeah, one of these days maybe if you're lucky. Uh, back to these contracts that we have though because I do want to talk about this. Jalen Hurts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go ahead, lead the show. Sorry.
0: Gets a new contract. Trying to keep you guys on the rails today. Uh, I want to know who is next in this list. Like Lamar Jackson, probably going to get paid this summer. But we have some quarterbacks coming up that are going to get paid and paid a lot of money. Two of those guys, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, I, they are going to reset the market. I think each one will yeah. when they resign. And then we also have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Uh, maybe Justin Fields. Like They're we'll not see. eligible yet, right? Right. They'll come the up the next, next, year. next yeah. year. Which one of these guys gets fully guaranteed, if any of
2: them? Can I throw one thing out? Mm-hmm. Herbert and Burrow play for probably like two of the brokest owners mm-hmm. in the NFL. So there's no way they can fund the escrow on the guaranteed money. I mean, they had to, the Eagles had to write a $120 million check and put in escrow for Jalen Hurts when they signed that contract. There is no way in hell the Cincinnati Bengals can do that.
0: And They're going to be in a tough spot. I don't think
2: the Chargers could either.
0: I, because I think Burrow and Herbert could easily get 55. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, you have to start the
2: negotiations at 52. You're probably going to see a bump
0: in the salary cap soon.
2: Could you see Burrow do it, at Mahomes? Though that's what i was He's a local to guy. Yeah. He really cares about that community. I could see him being like, "Hey, ten years, $600 million."
1: You've already taken the team to the Super Bowl. You know what it feels like. You lost wow. it. Let's let's. I'll take last.
2: I money. don't
0: believe that Joe Burrow is a. I believe in the community guy. Really?
2: No. Remember his Heisman speech?
0: No, I don't. He talked about how like oh, he was man. great yeah. being a
2: kid from like the poor Appalachian area of Ohio, and how much yeah. this meant. For those kids, to like douche. inspire. You hate Joe Burrow so man, much, dude, and like, love I love Joe Burrow. Yeah, this just, is like the one thing we disagree on, other than Johnny Cash. I douche. think
1: he does up to where he looks like a douche, but I think he's just so fucking cool and nice that it's like,
2: man, <clears throat> that overrides the douche. It's thing. like Travis Kelsey does the same shit, and everybody thinks he's god oh, no, around I here. I, I, I know you. Travis is a giant yeah, douche. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they're the same person. He's a bigger douche
0: than Joe Burrow is. I would agree. With the thing that. they have in common, they're both great at football and should be paid. The highest at their position, yeah. but I I don't think Joe Burrow will take that community discount. I think he's probably going to take a short. Well, deal. I'm done I think New things that he will things on podcast. Take a, <laughs> his contracts will look more like Kyler Murray's than Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, Oh,
1: wow! I think it'd be very beneficial for the Bengals and Joe Burrow mm-hmm. if he took a Mahomes type of deal, where it looks oh, like it's a yeah. lot, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh man, this was going to be average yeah. per year, mm-hmm. but then four years. Wait down till the, the road, NFL
2: gets all this YouTube TV money; oh, I mean, these salaries are <laughs> going to go through the mm-hmm. roof. Yeah, so. Uh, I, if I had to pick one on this list, though, I would say Herbert, just because I, I don't think the Bengals can afford to do it. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's why Trevor Lawrence comes into play, that he might actually be the first guy that gets...
2: Next summer, is what you're saying? A big, fully
0: guaranteed contract. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know that we see it with Burrow or Herbert, but I think they get real close.
2: I don't think the Bears can do it either. I mean, they can, all these teams could do it, but it's going to be a struggle.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if Justin Fields resets the market. I put his name on here with this group. I don't know. That I think he feels more reset. like Kyler. Yeah, I, th- I think that he's going to be more of that, by the time he signs the contract, like a tier two guy. Yeah. Like a Kyler Murray. I John really, Watson. really
2: like Justin Fields. He needs to take a step up as a passer this year. Oh, yeah. The talent's sure. there with at Ohio State. is yeah. just, you know, the guys weren't around. They finally
1: him. added to it. I mean, you've got reliable receivers now. Yeah. you get another year Cole comment. Darnell Money needs to stay healthy. You've added DJ Moore, you've added Chase Claypool. If you keep those two guys healthy through the season. They're going to draft it's Like, yeah. Yeah, look out. <laughs> I, I hope they do. I think Chicago's, you know, a good team to win the division next year. I know the We're Lions never
2: getting the quarters, to these draft crushes Milo.
0: And you mentioned Patrick Mahomes, too. I do wonder if slash when does he look at that contract and say, it's time for me to be a top five paid quarterback. He commented he on this. currently number
2: six. He's number six on, on AAV. Yeah. That's so stupid. I know he commented recently and was like, they gave me half a billion dollars. I'm doing okay.
0: I And see, that's where I think Patrick Mahomes is going to look at it and say, no, I'm good here. I'm the competitor. I don't think it's a community thing at all work? with Patrick Mahomes. I think it's I want to be able to give yeah. money to my teammates so we can build around it. Maybe Joe Burrow does
2: that I still I, don't I'd like to it. remind people. Patrick is in Texas eight of twelve months out of the year. Yeah, the so, just just like, Zay Flowers right to, to Texas. Texas. That yeah. Quentin Johnson mm-hmm. go it's, to Texas. By the
1: way, is that okay to do? Yes. I, mean, I feel like that's kind of odd. Of like, hey, we want this guy to come in on a visit to
2: Texas. You can dictate that. Hmm. You can also just like float as a suggestion. Like, hey, this isn't one of our official visits. It'd be cool if you went to the Performance Athletics and because
1: well, Quentin Johnson was there working out. There he just shoot. was there anyway, yeah. right? So that, um, I didn't know if that was okay either. Yeah, you like, can do I mean, that. I'm assuming you're not going to get in trouble, but I didn't know if yeah. one of those deals was like, hey, that's kind of unethical.
2: Oh, you I don't of, even like, know the
1: inside look or something on some of these prospects for front offices and stuff. Nah. I think it cool shit. looks.
0: If you're Zay Flowers, you see that Chiefs area code or whatever call you, and they're like, do you want to go pat- work out with Patrick Holmes? Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah I'd, I'd do. be there. I think,
1: there was the, I think it was the NFL's Instagram put out a clip, and I think it was Patrick talked to him, was like, hey, good route what not he's like good catch or something.
2: I love when people over uh I just thought it was neat things, though like though, the yeah. clip
1: they're using is from him working out with. Yeah. Mahomes.
2: But to your point, no, I I don't know yeah. with Mahomes. He's he turns 28 soon, right? Yeah. Or is he Yeah, yeah he I'm turns good. 28 yeah. soon. I know that cuz we're the same age, sorry. Okay. Wow. Um man, yeah, I don't know. In yeah. 2 years his like the signing bonus is paid out. In two years, so you could Mahomes theoretically is the do it then. Number six highest paid quarterback, Josh
0: Allen, the number seven highest paid quarterback. I'd be fine. With, I'd be fine being the top ten guy, knowing all these guys
1: are just resetting the market and hurting their teams while I'm sitting here just getting all these studs around me.
0: I think the one big difference for me is that Patrick Mahomes signed that ten-year deal, right? Like right, right. Josh Allen signed a six-year deal. I'm trying to even think He's about. He's going to come up again soon. Mahomes still has what six years left? Nine. Because
2: the there was an extension. It was a 10-year extension. So, like, he could be a free agent in 2032. I think you have to just rip up the contract. Like, you really have to, like, walk in the room and be like, hey, we're voiding that It'll contract and starting over. Yeah. It was like a lifetime contract.
0: It's, I remember at the time a lot of people saying, like, man, this is just too much money that's
2: you remember where we were
0: resetting the, the market, giving him a ten yeah. year deal. Our way to Wyoming. It's already it's the best contract in sports. Mm-hmm. Team friendly best contract in sports. we are sitting in a wendy's. He's making four hundred <laughs> $45 million a year. And it's a good. And we're talking deal. about how it's
1: like six. Like, this
0: is. Six Can you believe million that's million. all he makes? Yeah.
2: But it's. Do you remember he's when fine. we talked about the Cowboys needing yeah. to do Dak's contract? We did talk a lot about how much money do you make by being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? And for if Patrick Holmes, Mahomes, he's going to make this money. He could go play for pick a bad team. He could go play for the Atlanta fucking Falcons and he's going to make that endorsement money because he's the best quarterback in the league. It's so like yes. him being the quarterback in Kansas City doesn't help him. No. Like, he's the draw. They aren't. No. For Dak, it was the other way around. The team's yeah. the draw. So for Patrick, it's like, and I'm not saying he, I don't think he'll leave Kansas City. I'm not saying that. But he could go anywhere and make his Oakley money or his Adidas money. I oh, doubt he finishes his
1: career in Kansas City, but.
0: I don't think he will. Like
2: no I one does. think it'll
1: be, yeah, a one or two, three year yep. deal somewhere it'll else. It'll be a Cowboy. Cowboy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I see happening. It's do, you, okay.
1: do you see it happening, or
2: do you know
1: that's? No, I don't know anything at all. See, I, I just. I, I'll drive I'll
2: down here myself. Like, What's in
1: here? I would. Hall. I don't
2: know anything. I would be willing to bet ten thousand dollars that when his children are school aged, that his wife and children stay in Texas for school, and that he plays football in Kansas City. I
1: wouldn't
0: blame him. For like or I don't home. know. They probably
2: have to be like tutored at this point. They're not going to like, you know. They're not going to a yeah. public school, so maybe not. I don't know.
0: I can't see public him being school. separate from his
1: family. That's also very yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. There's but, some good schools in Kansas City area. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get into the yes. title of the episode. I've got a crush on you. Draft prospects here, Melo. You have quite the list. Let's go ahead and see what your draft
0: crushes are this season starting with the most obvious one and I hate talking about this guy all the time because it comes across as a homer and it is a little bit but Bijan Robinson I homer. think is, I think he's the best running back prospect we've had in a long time I liked Najee Harris a lot mm-hmm. I think Bijan is better than him I, I think he's right up there with Saquon Saquon's been injured the last couple of years I don't know if we're gonna see that with Bijan Robinson the, he should be drafted in the first round. And I saw somebody else, one of your colleagues, Matt, talking about Bijan going number ten to the Eagles. Yeah, I just can't imagine being the Philadelphia Eagles not drafting Bijan Robinson. He is going he's going to change any offense that he is on drastically.
2: So he's also on my list. So I feel comfortable jumping in here with you. I don't know if he makes it, man. The Atlanta Falcons got a thousand yards out of Tyler Algier. Who? Right? And like okay, yeah, cool. Fifth round, fifth right? Round like that's fine, but we don't need to do that again. And like. The Chicago Bears, like, they got Deontay Foreman? Like, is there, I guess, Khalid Herbert? Herbert. Like, come on. So I think there's a couple teams where the closer we get to the draft, it's like, hey, this is a special talent. Truly special. You mentioned uh, Saquon. I was doing a show with uh, McShay and Kuyper yesterday. McShay said, this is, who did he say? It's like Saquon and Christian McCaffrey put together. And I was like, damn, I thought I liked (laughs) Bijan." Like, I've been saying it all along. Not... Steve Zarkisian said on Ryan Clark's podcast that Bijan was the best receiver at Texas last year. He
0: is with yeah. Danny
2: Tomlinson. That's what I've said. Like a Thank lot you. of
0: people want to compare him to Reggie Bush no. because he was a giant Reggie Bush fan. No, he's not because he's 20 pounds mm-hmm. heavier than Reggie Bush. I don't he's think a lot of people realize how big he
1: is, too. Right.
0: He's, like he's just solidly thick. built. Yeah. And just watch the early days of LT. Not the later days when he had kind of added some bulk and was around 230, 235. Watch him
2: score six touchdowns at TCU.
0: Early days of of LaDainian Tomlinson. I, I truly think that's what we can see with Bijan and Robinson. Usage might be a little different in the NFL now, yeah. but he's, he's my
2: first draft crush.
1: And for me, my name's here. I knew you guys were going to hit the big names, so I kind of wanted to give some other guys some recognition.
2: All first so rounders. The, the first guy here on my list, uh, Darnell Wright. I
1: think just give some love to the big guys. I think this is a dude that can just come in and immediately be a primetime right tackle in the NFL. Um, and I think we don't really see that a lot for the right tackle position. You know, we hear about it for left tackles all the time. We've been seeing it with guards as of late. Centers have been getting some love. But it's still that right tackle position that's just been kind of thrown underneath there. It's like, eh, they're just the tackle on the other side of the offensive line. For a guy like Darnell Wright to come in and just be as dominant as he has been at Tennessee and to transition the NFL and do the same thing, homers, you know, here being a Chiefs fan, if the Chiefs get him, I'm going to be through the roof excited. The Chicago Bears, you get him, you should be through the roof excited. You know, like even we mentioned the Falcons. I know they have Caleb McGarry or whatever yeah. his kid, the kid's name is there. He's not been solid. But I think, like, maybe you just say, hey, Darnell Wright, like, yeah, we'll take it here. Like, let's go make something happen. Like, I think there's plenty of teams right there in the first round that you land Darnell Wright. You do not have to worry about the right
0: tackle position for a very long time.
2: Yeah, Melo, uh, you go ahead with your next one because it's also one of mine.
0: Texas running back, Roshon Johnson. That's Again, the homer pick. Ooh, homer, homer pick. No. I honestly think if, it, if you put Roshon Johnson on any other team, I think he's probably the third best running back in this draft.
2: He's my number three back in this draft.
0: But I have Jameer Gibbs ahead of him. Same. But Roshon Johnson just didn't get the touches because, for one, his freshman year, about two weeks before the season started, he was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then injuries happen and they asked him to play running back two weeks before the season yep. started. He did a great job. His sophomore year, here comes B. John Robinson, one of the greatest running backs I've ever seen. So he just, he hasn't been on the field much, but I, I really think he's a special running back and I'm not usually a Texas. No, no. I haven't talked about any other Texas guys
2: <laughs> and like that. the
0: last six years, probably. Right. I didn't even like Sam Ellinger. I was like, Oh, he's maybe Taysom Hill. So, this is me saying, like, Texas Damn, finally got out. right. <laughs> yeah. And it's both guys at the running back.
2: Yeah, so I had, I had both guys on my list. I think my favorite thing about Roshan, like you mentioned, he was the number three dual threat quarterback in the 2019 class. Number three quarterback. And his dream growing up was to play quarterback at the University of Texas. His freshman year, they said, burn your red shirt and play running back. He said, okay, I'll do it. And then, like you said, decides to stick there and then becomes a backup. You were the number three quarterback in the country at one point. Now you're a backup running back. He
0: was also like a leader and a right.
2: captain on that team. And never complained. Never complained. And I love that about him. He's not the fastest guy, but he's 220 pounds. He catches the ball well. He played a little wildcat quarterback for you. Like I just think you can find a usage for him. To me, he's a lot like Damian Pierce I was coming out of Florida last year. Another guy who you'd watch them play, and you're like, why aren't you giving him the ball? Then he goes to the Texans. He's a stud. I think Roshan's going to be a similar guy. I have a seven-round mock draft coming out early next week. I have the Cowboys taking Roshan in the third round. How good would Roshan and Tony Pollard be together?
1: That'd be pretty yeah. disgusting, right? They both catch the ball. I so think well. Miami right? could be a good spot for him too.
2: They don't have a pick. It's the thing. I mean, second that, round. Second round. I mean, so yeah, I mean, they just have so many needs, but yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Next up from here, Jameer Gibbs is actually going to be the running back that I have here. I think this is a guy who just. We all realize he's good. He went to the University of Alabama, but it's also just kind of one of those situations where he's maybe not getting the love that he deserves with this because there's just been so much talk around all these quarterbacks. And I the similar topic I have kind of going into some of these defensive guys too here in a bit. But it's just I think this is a guy that can come into the league and be a prominent running back. And we're sitting here looking at him and being like, why did we not talk about him more? How did he fall to this team? How did this team grab him right here? And so that's the reason why I have him as one of my draft crushers.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a little bit smaller. I think that's one of the yeah. things that – Knocks him, I would have no problem with not my team because I'm a Chiefs fan, but any team taking him in the second round,
2: I think, yeah, early second round, I think is a, the smart range. Maybe late first. The Bijan goes top ten, Gibbs could go late first. Um, I had him falling a little bit in my mock draft. It's hard to find. It's hard to find spots for running backs. They, they're going to fall. I had him actually going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the second round.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good spot. I would not draft him in the first round, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I am now firmly on the bandwagon of. You better be an elite-level running back to be drafted in the first round. Yep. But Jameer Gibbs in the second round, I'm all for. I think he's a really good running back. He ran a 4 3 six. Yes,
2: he's a slasher. You remember we used to call guys that slasher backs? That's him. Yeah. Uh, if, if the Eagles don't take Bijan at 10 and they took Gibbs at 30, though,
0: damn. Yeah, I. the Eagles are one the one team that I could say take a running back in the first round. I Like, I don't care where. Yeah. You've got everything else. And behind that offensive line, uh, it would be just nasty, any yeah. of them. Matt, other draft crushers that you have? Uh, yeah, I cut some. I had Texas a lot. So, uh,
2: Other than Texas running backs, I'm going to go Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. I know he's going to be a first-round pick. He's my number five overall player. I'm higher on him than anyone else I've seen. Uh, as someone reminded me, though, earlier this week, I, I have a good track record with Ohio State wide receivers, so I'm going to stick with this one. He had five drops in college, just five drops. He was targeted 123 times mm-hmm. last year, five yeah. drops. I love receivers who are great route runners, and don't drop the ball. That's him. Mm-hmm.
1: Does I'd, the uh, hamstring injury that lasted all season concern you at all?
2: No, because we saw him in the combine; he was fine. So oh, it would I if it, don't think uh-huh. he was
0: injured. I agree.
2: No comment. So, like he might have been <laughs> hurt. He wasn't injured. Uh, yeah. I'll say this: I talked to Brian Hartline uh, there, who is their receivers' coach' just now, the OC, and he said that JSN is the best receiver he's ever had there.
0: Wow. Yeah, who it might have been Hartline. I saw on a podcast saying that. Like, right, he's he's not, not shy about, about it, it. I, I, because I think he put Marvin Harrison too.
2: Yes. He's like, yeah, he's the And then, he's like, the Olave, yeah, Wilson, Terry Terry.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jesus. It's a list that they have. It's, our guy Brooks really was talking to us about this in the DMs,
1: and I'm kind of on board with it. Chiefs just give him a freaking blank check and just, like, come coach up the receiver. Heartline? Yeah. yeah. But he's the O-C- he's, If, if yeah. it is the mindset of Kansas City, he's like, we're going to spend all our money on the offensive mm-hmm. line. But that's another topic for another day. Let's get into my next draft, Chris, we're going to stick with receivers at Cedric Melo. <laughs> because a big-body receiver. You guys have listened to the show long enough. You know I am a fan of the big-body receivers, and this is a guy who had a lot of noise talking about him out of Tennessee, except for this last year where he got injured, kind of just falling off the face of the earth, as it seems like for a little bit. Not for me. I haven't forgot about him. I think this is a guy that can come in and be a big-body receiver for a team that's going to be a great possession receiver for someone later down the road.
0: I like Tillman. I, I do too. Even at the beginning of the last college football season, I saw Jalen Hyatt going off and thought, oh, okay, there's Tillman. Living mm-hmm. up to the hype, finally. Yeah. Like, oh, no. It wasn't. But I, I like Tillman. I don't have much to add on him. He's a big-body receiver, so that's what you like.
2: Yeah, he's going to go late second, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but possession receiver, not great speed. But just this that I think I told you guys this last week when I was on the show, it's the smallest wide receiver class I can remember. So a, si- a player like, size. Yeah, like was, Tillman, Mingo, those guys are going to go earlier because they the
0: yeah. big. I was writing about some of my other favorite guys, like a Zay Flowers type, Jalen Hyatt yeah. type. They
2: neither of them weigh 180 pounds. Zay was 170 at the Shrine Game, and like everyone forgot somehow that he yeah, was. So
0: when you see a Cedric Tillman, I mean, he he looks like a tight end out there. What did Antonio Brown weigh? Like 180. Okay, I heard. I remember hearing
1: someone a couple months back saying like, if you watch Zay Flowers, it's hard not to think that he looks and runs and plays like Antonio Brown.
2: A little bit. I could see it. I I did a show with Harry Douglas, and we were talking about the weight, and he was like, "Man, I played lighter than 170." was so like, "Well." Yeah, Deshaun was Jackson was 165, right.
0: and I, that might have been a lie. Yeah, right. Because if yeah. you're if you're listing a guy at 165, he probably, probably weighs 150. 150. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I know that I was listed. i was
1: saying about my weight. How much do you weigh? 250. <laughs> I mean,
0: think about it back when you were in high school. I was listed at 165, and I
2: weighed 150. Yeah,
0: if you weighed 145, you told your coach that, and he said, no, you weigh 160. We're wore, not putting that in the program. Or they'd weigh
2: you with pads on. <laughs> yeah. So, I got measured and weighed with pads on.
0: I can remember seeing a coach in high school. They were doing measurements for physicals and the doctor told the guys like, all right, pop your shoes off and we'll get your height. Head coach says, uh-uh, keep your shoes on boys. We measure our guys with shoes on. Hey,
2: okay. okay. Yeah. Wow. No, for real, <laughs> Not they that would... it
0: matters. Just like lie. It's yeah. a high school yeah. program, but whatever. The doctor's just like, yeah, these guys suck. I'm, I'm <laughs> confident
2: I was listed my junior year at 5'11", 165.
0: You've been saying it ever since.
2: Dude, 165, I would No, that's too skinny. Like, I, I wouldn't even want to be here.
0: I was listed as six foot tall, 200 pounds.
2: I was five Neither of 11, those is right.
0: 180 pounds. Hell no, but yeah. if any college was going to take a glimpse, they were going to check that box, six foot tall, mm-hmm. 200 pounds. He can play at our pro. Drew Brees, that
2: you? <laughs> and you were like, I can bulk <laughs> <Right? you> up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mellow no. Meal playing, bitch. So, no, I just,
0: totally lied about it. Even the coach was like, that's what you want to put? Huh. That's what I'm putting, coach. And he did. So, yeah, they like they They've been about trying that to stuff. move you back to tailback, mm-hmm. <laughs> six
2: yeah. foot 200 pounds.
0: Right? So like those, Jameer Gibbs. Those guys, it, it's always a lie. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that it matters much anymore. I think a lot of people have caught on to the fact that.
2: Well, the combine is the equalizer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it just it really doesn't matter. Uh, Matt, other draft crushers
2: for you? Yes. How about more? this one? Charlie Jones, who went from, uh, I think, Buffalo to Iowa. To Purdue, He is the best return man in this draft class. He was an All-American returner to Iowa. Goes to Purdue, reunites with his former Pee Wee quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, and has a breakout season. Led FBS in catches and then get 112 catches. This man, I've watched so many Purdue games this year where you know, like, okay, they're going to shut down Charlie Jones. No, they're not. He was unstoppable. And this isn't a hat tip Chris Sims. This is a white boy supreme out there making plays. So uh, I love the way Charlie Jones plays. Um, he's he's probably going to be a slot in the NFL, but he's also going to be your number one kick returner. And there's a ton of value for players like that.
1: Man, I hope he's good because I just want to hear,
2: There goes Charlie! (laughs) <laughs> Why would someone do that?
1: I think that'd be great to hear on the radio. <laughs> I do. You, you listen to Purdue right games? Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, listen, oh, like
2: for the Chiefs? You, <laughs> just that was in your general. Like you just okay. was that your Mitch Holtis hits the
1: hits the open hole like there goes Charlie hits an open hole boom
0: there he is fifty forty thirty there goes Charlie touchdown
2: Kansas <laughs> <himself>. uh, Charlie <laughs> oh,
0: <there laughs> is. he's doing it again I you know what I hope he's the chief now yeah right. Uh, I don't know when they would draft
2: him. If Kansas <laughs> if, if Charlie takes off, I want some money. <laughs> just going to say that. I think. They, I think. First
0: off, he's got to change his name. Charlie is a little
2: Chuck. Kid. Chuck Jones. That, right that's, right that's, that's a Charlie's
0: boy drink. to me.
1: Yeah, a boy, that plays like a man. You know, like a, you're
0: yelling, and I'm picturing a Pee Wee player. Yeah, right? I was too. This made it so
1: funny. Is this a I Matt Matthew situation? He's no. bigger than him. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: riding with this freaking head up so he doesn't fall forward, right? Charlie Jones. Uh, give us one more, man.
2: Yeah, I, I got to go. Fullback, Hunter Lipke. You guys knew it was going to happen. DSU. They played Arizona this year. And one of the things, like, with, with what I do for a living, when a small school plays up, even a team that's not very good like Arizona, you want these small school guys to stand out. Hunter Lipke was the best player on the goddamn field. He rushed for over 120 yards. They almost beat Arizona because of him. Now, he is a fullback, but he can play tight end he could play flex they move him all over the place he could play a little wildcat for you as well just get him the ball and i i made a joke earlier in the show but i believe it this is kyle use as a young man that's just this so if you like kyle use and your team could use a player like that draft hunter lipkin in the fifth round spell
0: his last name for our listeners
2: l-u-e-p-k-e
0: thank you sir uh i'll give you one john michael schmidt's uh yes. center from minnesota i really like his tape I don't think he's a first-rounder, but if you can nab him in the second round, uh, I like his value there. I think he is he's not Creed Humphrey because Creed turned into an all-pro like a year two. But he's kind of close. But he's that guy that you're going to plug in immediately, and he's, people are going to say, why did he fall to the second round?
2: Same, yeah. Um, his, I know you guys weren't at the senior bowl this year. He was putting dudes in the ground in wow. run. Get, like His ability to get to the second level and like seek and destroy is f- very impressive. I love him. I know, like, you guys don't need a center. My team doesn't have a pick in the second round. Someone's going to get him.
0: Or Even like the Landon Dickerson part, like, maybe somebody drafts him and says, oh, we don't need a center, but you're going to be a kick-ass guard. Or like, we don't need a center too. yet. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, so yeah. They, we'll figure out. He can play on the interior of any offensive line. He's, yeah. He's going to be a special player.
1: Yeah, next up for me is going to be Sam Laporta. Just going to go ahead and scout this guy by the helmet. Possibilities next George Kittle. Love it. <laughs> also, I know a little key piece on the, where he might land on a mock draft coming out Sunday. Seven yeah. rounds.
2: Uh, sign
1: me the F up for that.
2: I would say Laporta is not like your typical Iowa blocker – or tight end, excuse me. He's not a great blocker, but he is the athlete that you're yeah, thinking of. he's just of. so
1: physical after the catch. Like, it's so hard to watch. Very. Like you're going to take me down? <laughs> Where are the rest of you?
2: Yeah. yeah, and at Iowa, you know, unfortunately, you don't get a ton of opportunities to catch the ball because they can't throw. Yeah. So, um, I, I think he a do weird better.
0: spot. You know, I like them, but even – uh, another guy. I don't know if he made it on any of our list. I thought you had him on yours, so I didn't put him on mine. the uh, The defensive lineman whose name I can't even think of right now.
2: Oh, uh, Lucas Van Ness. I That's... thought right. I love Jack Campbell.
0: Oh yeah, I have him. But okay. Lucas Van Ness, even like the guy never started at Iowa because of some like weird yeah. rules. Hmm. Like, oh, you are doing like team rules or whatnot? what? Are you doing? Iowa? Like, they, you, if there was a veteran in front of him, an upperclassman yeah, in front of him, you don't lose, you your job, lose your job, really.
2: unless you. They would have to be egregious. <laughs> Uh,
0: that's stupid. That's
2: why Charlie Jones goes to Purdue, guys. (laughs) All right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Have you heard of Ohio State or Michigan that you're in the same conference as? Sorry, seniors has been holding me back. because I think I
2: I I told you guys, when I was doing uh, summer visits last year, I was talking to uh, like an SID at an SEC school, and he was like, where are you from? And I was like, Missouri. And he kind of laughed, and he's like, man, he's like, that's too bad. He's like, there are two joke schools in that area and i'm like who and he was like mizzou and nebraska they don't belong in their conferences he's like they, they say yeah. that mizzou needs to go back to the the big 12 nebraska needs to go back to the big 12 he's like the jokes they don't belong he's like you got a fucking train outside your stadium what are you doing and i think that's mizzou i don't know i'm just quoting this guy i don't think it's like, nebraska he went off about how these are like amateur hour schools and i'm like okay <laughs> good to know
0: yeah i could see that i mean Nebraska is just obviously not what they used Nebraska's
2: to be. stadium and game environment is amazing. I love it. But mm-hmm. from a talent perspective, maybe Matt Rule fixes it, but from a talent perspective, they're down. Yeah, One That's of the I'm greatest saying, stadiums I've yeah. ever been to, though. Yeah, it is nice. Great I've seen impression. it from the outside. You remember like that, that. cannon went off and scared us in the press box? Mm-hmm. Was that Nebraska? I think so. I think it was. Did you poop your pants? I did one of those, and people started laughing yeah. at me. It's like, it's <laughs> in the press box. Like <laughs> I've <laughs> never been here before, <laughs> and I don't
1: know. All right, let's get into these defensive guys.
0: Uh, So my first one is Will McDonald out of Iowa State, and he's a guy that I've been talking about a lot lately because I thought I loved him, and then Mel Kuyper dropped a mock and had him in the first round.
2: Oh, he loves him. Whoa, Papa Mel. Did (laughs) you see the Todd McShay song? Yeah. He sang about, like, he claims that, like, McDonald was kind of his guy, and he sang the song. It was, like, uh, something about, like, Old McDonald like had a draft pick, like Kiper had him in the second round, then eighth overall, then twenty-first overall, and like here a pick, there a pick, make up your mind, and it was yeah, hilarious. He yeah, yeah. actually um, did pretty good. Kipe loves McDonald though.
0: I haven't seen the video of it, but I, I do too. I'll find I find it, it's good. <laughs> I just saw it before we hopped on actually. I liked so. him when, back when he was like a sophomore. It's hard to tell with COVID at Iowa State. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's one of the slender pass rushers. But I, I think that he can get after the quarterback. So it was nice to have some validation when you know, a lot of other people, myself included, thought he might be like a third-rounder. I thought he was going to be a third-round steal. Yeah. First round might still be a little bit rich. I think he probably goes in the second. But he's definitely one of my draft
2: crushes. I think at 240 pounds, you'd probably go in the second round. Mm-hmm. But and there's just so many other good pass rushers in this class. Yep.
1: And, the, and one of them being Tyree Wilson. This is a guy you know mm-hmm. who some people are putting over Will Anderson, the edge from Alabama, and – Another one of these guys, you know, I think his name's just kind of getting overlooked a little bit because I think people say, well, yeah, there's Terry Wilson. He's going to be a good edge player. And then they immediately go into a conversation about one of these other positions or players here in the draft. But man, I also want to hear from you, like, what are your thoughts on Terry Wilson? Where do you compare him? Uh, to Will Anderson or some of these other guys like you know a Will McDonald as well.
2: I think they're all like those three players Nolan are Smith so different. Well things. even so like Nolan. Nolan's two hundred and thirty eight pounds as well. Mm-hmm. Tyree Wilson's just a different human being than those guys. I mean he, he might actually bulk up and play three tech. I mean he's yeah. so big that you can't compare him to a two hundred and fifty three pound Will Anderson. You can't Who's compare the, him to
0: the Texas guy that the Chiefs just signed uh, a Minute he, he kinda reminds me of Aminou. Yeah he's like a
2: plus level of that which the Chiefs did say a minute he was gonna play inside today. So there's that sweet but I think Wilson, if I can be honest, I think he's a little overrated. I, uh, he's good. Yeah. And Melo knows this. We were talking to Mahomes about it over the summer, about like Texas Tech, how good they're going to be. And I was like, hey, they got, a, they got a DN that looks good. At the time, he was like a late first-round pick, and you were excited about him. As yeah. a top-three pick, I don't know that he's ever going to be a double-digit sack guy. I think he's going to be a good player. but
1: I saw Chris Sims last week put him as his number-one edge player, Terry Wilson. Mm-hmm. He put him over Will Anderson. but
0: hmm. That's rich. Yeah. I know a lot of people do, or at least used to have the theory that if you didn't weigh 255 pounds, you weren't going to be a solid pass rusher. You weren't going to be a double-digit, like, good double pass rusher. And there's a lot of data to back it up. We've seen some other guys come in and be a little bit smaller lately. But, I mean, therefore… Von
2: Miller was 248.
0: Until, but even Von Miller put on weight after he got to the NFL. So, like, there was that number of 255 that you just did not have top pass rushers. That weighed below that.
2: Oddly enough, Micah Parsons, 248.
0: That's, I I think Micah Parsons might be the one where it's like, okay, he, we finally got yeah. a guy that Well, can his be son a...
2: Reddick is like 235, but he's... His son Reddick is criminally underrated, by the way, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Another guy here
1: that I had, I'm just going to go through this since he was another Edge player, uh, BJ O'Gilari, uh the Edge from LSU. I feel like this is a guy who, at times, was dominant, and then at other times, just completely yeah. disappeared. So... Again, I want to ask you, Matt, kind of what are the thoughts here on B. Joe Jolari? He never
2: never lived up to his potential Mm -hmm. is the thing. And, you know, some of that was, like, injury-related. Some of it was LSU went through that weird funk, you know, between Coach O and Brian Kelly. So I think he's a guy that, like, he has the potential to be better in the NFL than he was in college. But he doesn't have, like, a standout trait necessarily. Like, he's not – he has, like, good quickness, but it's not great. You know, so it's like he's almost like a – like an effort rusher to some degree. So I like him. I mean, I think he'll go in the mid second round, but the was keeping him out of the first is like, what is your signature trait? You are, like, right. yeah, what do I like? If, if I had to pitch you to someone in five seconds, what do I say? You know, with Tyree Wilson, I'd be like, this dude is incredibly like long, physical, productive. Like, okay, we got it with Ojalary. It's like, well, he was a four-star recruit, but you know, yeah. Oh, am I up? Yep. Okay. Uh, mine is a former Alabama player. Drew Sanders transfers from Alabama to Arkansas. He couldn't get on the field at Alabama. They had him playing. as like an edge rusher. Couldn't get on the field. Goes to Arkansas, and the Arkansas staff says, like, you're just going to do everything. He's their Micah Parsons. He played middle linebacker. He rushed off the edge. He had nine and a half He's sacks. Big. Yeah, six foot, six foot four, 235 is what he ended up coming in at. But nine and a half sacks. I think he had three force fumbles. He had a pick. Like he was all over the place. So if the Bills, uh, like if they can't get Bijan, Drew Sanders is your Tremade Edmonds replacement. It's seamless. I like, actually your guy. had
1: him on my list as well, but for some reason I put Sample. instead of The tight end? So Yeah, who's currently in the league. Yeah. yeah.
2: He
1: was, he was <laughs> <laughs> I realized you said it, and I was just like, Drew Sanders, like, fuck, I put the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> no, so
2: yeah, Drew well, Sanders, I liked him said. a lot too. <laughs> Even
0: when he transferred from Alabama to Arkansas, I thought, okay, that's a little bit of a, questionable move but at least you're, you're going to be on the field and you're going to be productive i like him a lot too uh, i went with the other white linebacker though and jack campbell uh, i think there's a place for him in the nfl and uh kansas city chief fan I love jack Campbell. guys like nick bolton there's still a place for those kick-ass linebackers in the nfl and i think jack campbell can come in and still do it and still play it's going to be very role specific so maybe he's a second round pick maybe he's a third round pick but I think that, you know, we all watched hard knocks with the Lions. You see a guy like Malcolm Rodriguez. Mm. You still need a good middle linebacker. Mm-hmm.
2: And It might I, just be for first down. You still need one. I mean, you played quarterback, Mello. You understand this. A guy like Campbell foot, who has – Exactly. Well, he's six 6'4", 245 pounds. Throwing over someone that size in the middle of the field is almost impossible. Yeah. So I, I do. I like Jack Campbell. I think he's being underrated as well. Um, I would say mid-round too. Like mm-hmm. someone's going to get a stud, like you said.
0: Yeah. The Houston Texans, he's like, he's going to get knocked for
2: positional value because
0: he's not that off yeah. ball, right. Pass rusher, that a weak he's backer. not playing nickel corner as well, like some yeah. of these linebackers are. But he's 6'5, 249. He can drop in coverage, he's athletic mm-hmm. enough, but his instincts are also just through the roof.
2: Couldn't you see D'Amico Ryan's looking at him and being like, Yeah, mm-hmm. uh huh, okay, yep, we'll do that. Yeah, dude, I don't it's know what second up. round picks they have. They have like 30 picks in this draft. It's, yeah, or it's the Titans, like
0: Vrabel would love a guy like this. Yeah. There are so many yeah. teams. Any team Dame that has Campbell. a defensive head coach. be <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, they just right. be like, yeah, knee-biter. Got him. Want him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Perfect.
1: Um, So now that we have all of our draft crushes out of the way. Well, you do.
2: Mello and I are still going. Oh. Okay. Going. I got. Excuse you. me.
1: I'll just <laughs> – Shut up. I got two
2: left, and I'm going to say three because country shot his load on all his guys there. I want to take the Illinois secondary, and I know what you're thinking. What? Illinois secondary? No, no, no. They got three dudes who should be top 50 picks. Devin Witherspoon is the hardest-hitting 180-pound corner you will ever watch in your life. He is just sticky in coverage as well. Devin Witherspoon is like Jarius Alexander. Like He is a stud corner. I love him. But the safeties, Sidney Brown. Uh, who has a twin brother, Chase, plays running back. Sidney Brown is like a smaller version of Talanoa Hufanga from the 49ers, who was just an all-pro. And this um, that's Matt Bowen's comp. I'm stealing it. But at the senior bowl, bone was like, that's Hufanga. He's just smaller. So, okay, borrow on that one. But then uh, Quan Martin, who played everywhere. He played outside corner, slot corner. He played nickel safety. He played single high safety. He played free safety and is a 4-3 athlete. So those three Illinois players should be drafted in the top 50. And don't forget, two years ago, they had Kirby Joseph. Who was a really good player and is now at the Detroit good. Lions. Lovey
0: Smith did some things with that secondary. Boy, did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he recruited some of those
2: guys and, and built them up before mm-hmm. he dipped out. Uh, but he, he was pretty impressive. Levy went line. in that last game in Houston as the ultimate middle finger to that franchise. Yeah. Oh, as for as he should. They get have Bryce Young. And, and Lovey said, we're winning. Win mm-hmm. one for the beard. Yeah. Uh, my
0: last draft crush is Brian Branch, the safety from Alabama. He's another one of those do it all players. Hey, he played mainly safety at Alabama, but I think he could come in a, a lot like Minka Fitzpatrick. I don't think he's on that level because I love Minka. He could develop and he could play corner in the NFL if you really wanted him to. Probably more of a nickel corner, but there's such a value for that position anymore that mm. to didn't draft those guys in the, to like fourth, fifth round. You can draft those guys in the first round now, and they, they play so well. Brian Branch not afraid to get his nose dirty against the run either and being coverage. I think he's a very impressive um, uh, I, I don't even know if you can call him safety. He's a, he's a defensive defender. Back. He, he does it all. Uh, but big country, you wanted to talk about kickers today.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just had this random thought the other night where it's like, you know, you look at some of these kickers, we don't know freaking lick about any of them. Oh. You know, like that's just kind of the deal that we don't know if you're going to be good. We don't know if you're going to be bad. We don't even know really how to evaluate you to be honest. Then it kind of made me think you hear some of these other kickers in the league and you're like just by name basis alone. Does this sound like a guy who's going to be good? Like, you hear a name like Adam Vinicius? Oh, you're
2: name scouting.
1: Like, sounds like it's probably going to be okay. like Harrison Bucker. Yeah, name is just set to be a kicker. The Rodriguez kid for the Colts who has been released. For Georgia, I didn't really think Rodriguez fit a kicker name in the NFL. Soccer, Maybe it's like, kicker the NFL? It, Dicker, you know, the kicker, the Dick Dicker the, the kicker, man. Dicker the kicker. Please don't. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Dicker Nothing. Dicker the kicker. is was like, absolutely. So it was like, okay, Like, what are the names do we have here in the draft that, just hearing the name alone, do you think he's going to be a good kicker or not? And then I do have some stats just to kind of back up whether you answer okay. or yes or no. Jake Moody out of Michigan. So I
2: know if he's good or not. So what do you want me to say? I'm going to say no. <laughs>
1: you, don't you don't think so? so, so just by, by the Too name of Temperamental.
2: Moody. Yeah, he's yeah, he is. is good.
1: Thank you for playing along. Oh, Christopher Dunn. not oh, yeah. good. No. Terrible. He is good. Yeah. yeah. This but, game is done. Hey, it's over exactly. With you know it. Yeah. As soon as you oh, start okay. the field. Yeah. I was done. thinking
2: more like done, like he can't play. Like oh he's yeah. done, he no, can't that's play. Fine. Okay.
1: Jack Posley. Ah, terrible. Bad. Yeah, I agree too. Just, he, like, Possibly he's not it. gonna make the league. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Chad
2: Ryland. He's a Chad. Yeah, yeah I okay. I know that he's no, good. Okay, no yeah, Chad Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a touchy subject for you. Uh, speak, seriously, Chad Rowling can be drafted in like the fourth round. So,
0: yeah, he's not gonna be good. But
1: percent yeah, uh, <laughs> kicked a fifty-three yard long field goal was the longest out of the kickers last year. Yeah, uh, Maryland. Aside from Jake Moody and in that dude, anybody could kick. Yeah, that's for right. sure. In uh, C- level <laughs> last two names that I hear here uh, had here, excuse me, Noah Ruggles. Well, oh, that's Ohio State, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's terrible. No. Guy, like, R- I think of like a chubby a guy, guy when I think of the Ruggles. Game. Speaking of chubby guys, Harrison Mevis, Mevis Sticker oh, kicker. He got picked on a lot at a zoo. The guy that had like multiple fifty-yard field goals. Mevis
2: the Peavis. No. Yeah, no, he's not good. Yeah. No.
1: Because I just think about it, like, here comes Venetaria for like the game-winning kick. Like Venitario, absolutely, that's success. Justin Tucker. Like you hear name like Matt Gay.
2: Like probably not. Tyler did, but, Bass. Yeah. Yeah, they just—he just got paid. That's
0: like a four-year contract. Yeah, like right? ten. Minutes. Yeah, he's <laughs> got—he makes more. You know he's gonna make it. A, yeah, right. Golden. Tyler
2: Bass makes more than Lamar Jackson.
0: When you put it that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just had it the other day. I thought it would be a fun day, uh fun deal to do for the show. Didn't realize how random we were going to get today or how long we were going to I don't think we got
2: from. random. I think it just,
0: it yeah, was a lot of football talk. Uh, an alumni tournament for a good 10 minutes. Yeah, I didn't plan to go that to long. start I was,
2: the show. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Uh, it has been a good one, though.
0: Uh, one week away from the NFL draft. So I we'll won't be, be here be next there. week. Uh, <laughs> okay.
2: You're done with me. I'm off off your podcast. He might
0: might get bored and come back. I'll call in. Call in. He's back. Like, all right, boys, not much going on. But, uh, Matt, we appreciate you having us. uh, Coming back. (laughs) You're welcome. With (laughs) us. Again, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. And appreciate all the listeners as well. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you guys next time.